chaka 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 what's up everybody this is louis this is Nathan. and together this is the, the leftovers. leftovers podcast it's a podcast <laughs> we also got thomas in the house our engineer thomas over here we tried to hook up a mic for him today but it didn't work out it didn't work out he's the only one thomas we have so we call him juan tomas <laughs> <laughs> how you doing thomas doing quite well hello oh, everybody what up Man, so uh, I know it's a little early. We're we're uh, recording on a Thursday, which is what AKA Thirsty Thursday. Hashtag the new Friday. Yeah, I came up with that hashtag probably about five years ago, and then another radio show said they came up with it. So we no way we got invited onto the radio show. Yeah, huh. uh, and so they're not around anymore. But hey, we're here. Nice. Uh, we're, we're here, so I guess we're the ones coming out on top. I guess kind of. Um, we're better. Well, than they're now. good dudes. What's up, dudes? I want to give a shout out to the dudes. Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> short week. Um, I'm going to be off tomorrow nice. uh, and gone for about a week on my one year wedding anniversary. So uh, I love wait, you, wait. Jenna. Thank you. How many years? Just one. Oh, this is your one year? My one year anniversary. Oh, cool, yeah. cool, 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 yeah. cool. No plural, just just one I year. Wasn't, I wasn't paying attention at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So man, I was it's just been thinking about, wait, did you say where you're going? I did not. Okay. I can. No, I mean it's up to you. We're yeah, we're going we're going east into the mountains, nice. uh, into this little quaint city called Asheville. Nice. Uh, some folks it's uh, say it's a little hippie city. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna take a ton of cottage cheese and and water balloons. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding! I love you hippies. I love you. <laughs> we'll watch out for the drum circles. Um, but yeah, no. I would it's, love to be in a drum circle. Yeah. <laughs> you got any uh, big plans this weekend? Um, I'm doing some engagement photos. Oh, my fiance. Oh, and I think we're going to a parade. Sweet. What kind of parade? The one on Gay Street downtown. What is it? What is it for? For Christmas. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. I mean, okay, I do okay. know, but we're just, you know, explaining yeah, it for yeah, our, yeah, our yeah. abundance of audiences out there. Um, yeah, I think we're going to do that. Oh, actually, um, a really good buddy of mine is going to look at an S14 this weekend. Oh, nice. And I think I'm going to go with him to, in my vast knowledge of drift cars, which everyone knows I have. Nice. So he's basically hired you as his stonk broker. Pretty much. And you're going to go out there and yeah. assess the stonk and see if it's worth mm -hmm. his investment. Ah, mm -hmm. I got you. No, right that's a, I'm exact. I'm his stonk broker. I need to text him and tell him that. That's my official yeah. title with him, so... I'm super excited. Uh, I think it's a re a really good deal on on the car we're looking at. There's some body work that 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 could be better, but one yeah. of it is like the rear bumper, so that's going to be replaced with a kit anyways. Yeah, but I I understand. Man, it's it's so it's so all over the place with the drift world. I used to see a lot of everything. Now it, it seems like a year ago, you were a lot of people were trending into trying to build like a pro am car, and then. Yeah. And then before that was just, you know, some hot boys. And then you don't even hear that term anymore, hot boy. You just hear, like, style, which is great. I mean, I love style. I mean, my car is not a hot boy car. It's not a pro-am car. It's yeah. just a car that suits me. Um, I mean, I definitely think the hot boy style is alive and well. You think I, so? This, oh I yeah. just haven't heard the term as much. I guess not so much. I'm not, I'm not sure. I think it's because it's because... I think it's because it's became, be what am I trying to say here? It's because it's became, is that it's right? Because Thomas? it's turned into? It, whatever, it doesn't matter what I'm, it's, it's became it. It, it became it such a, like a norm thing. Like it literally seems like everybody's running the hot boy style to where it's like, maybe it's not so much a style. I mean, it is a style, but it's like. It's not such a thing that you can call out and be like, oh, yeah, that's Hot Boy over there. It kind of seems like that's almost the norm now. It's the norm. Yeah, it's like maybe. It, it's either you have, like, a pretty minorly modified drift car or you have a Hot Boy car. Yeah. I'm also seeing kind of, like, people out there getting rid of the V8s and going back to, like, Thank goodness, inline man. six or, you know. Send them home. You know, uh, my brother, he, you know, you, yeah, you, yeah, you're yeah. like, man, he sold his RX-8. It was LS powered, whatever. That thing was so pretty. And he's like, why is he selling? Why is he looking for import parts or something like that? I was like, I don't know. And no. so I talked to him yesterday. And apparently, yeah. he what acquired he a right-hand drive FD out of it. Utah. So yeah, he's back in the rotary game. What up, That's brother? Sick. Oh hell yeah, brother! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so he posted something where it was like it was the. JDM registration sticker. Yeah. It's pretty famous. Do you have he one on the? No, you don't have one on the van. I do. 
I do have one on, on Zoom. Yeah, it's in the li- bottom left corner of the Street oh, G, the Honda Street G. You know the G. circle one I'm talking about that has like the, it has like, I think it's the months in a big circle. Yeah. And then whichever month you're registered in, it's highlighted. Mm-hmm. I might be totally wrong on this. I, I think you are. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but I mean, I'm just, whatever. I'm just joking. But um, he posted that and stuff and teased it. And I was like, oh, shoot, what is it? And then he posted a photo today or yesterday. And it was like that just terrible looking dash in the FD. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry if anybody likes the FD dash, but yeah. it's the most cringy. Like, it looks like Ford designed it. Like in well, the ninety, it's just super curvy and gross yeah. looking. It's yeah. He's, I love that car he, though. He's like, I guess I'll keep drifting because it's totally set up for drifting. And he said the guy was like six foot something, didn't fit in it, and that's why he kind of sold it. No, the guy in U- I think Utah is where he said he got it out of. But um, did he go to Utah for it, or it was no? He like had it delivered. A coinky dink. He had it delivered. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's so he found it online or so. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, so he's back in that game, and he's like, man, it's black with red fenders. He's like, you know, he, we need <laughs> to wrap this, and so okay, bring it in. So we'll get it wrapped. So we'll have to, Heck. we'll have, we'll have that to mess with uh, here during the winter time. And so yeah, so you know, work life, work life, drift life, rap life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks to rap. Hashtag thanks, thanks to rap. rap. Thanks to rap. Um, thanks. Is that what it is? I swear I was talking about something before we got on about your brother. Um, possibly, but you know, I kind of want to just talk about or mention this, the topic of the week. Um, and we'll always, we'll always kind of continue on the topics that we've talked about in the past. So there's no reason why you can't call in and, uh, mess with it. Uh, whatever you're doing is messing Dude. with my earphones. So okay. leave my earphones can alone. Can you hear fine? I can hear great. My, my audio just cut out. So it's those big old earphones, <laughs> man. Get rid of them. My, um, these so, are my cans. <laughs> so this week's topic is grassroots. Mm-hmm. What does grassroots mean to you? Um, you know, one of the things about East 10 Drift, obviously, it started from the ground up. Uh, it's not a, you know, it's not an organization or a business that has day-to-day operations where you know we're making money every day and you know we pay sales tax and blah blah blah. That's not the way it works. Um, you know, East 10 Drift is basically just funded by, you know, the guys who register to drive and mm-hmm. the people who come in to watch and, um, you know, maybe sometimes by the t-shirts we make, but even most of the time those t-shirts are paying for them, you know, for more t-shirts to be made. Uh, and so, you know, I still, you know, find, I still feel that we are a grassroots, um, based organization. Um, yes, we became a formula drift, um, mm-hmm. licensing series, uh, but that does not, take us out of the grassroots realm um you know we're still doing this out of our um goodwill and passion or you know, nobody gets paid for working an event everybody comes and does it voluntarily uh and we even have drivers that have been driving with us for so long that if maybe their car's down or they just hey want to take a break and they want to actually help they come and help and we are very fortunate to have those people in our community um and you know we love it and we we want to keep up we want to keep that tradition going and we want to keep the 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 movement in the same direction and so um yeah we get to deal with you know cool demos and we you know we do go to the you know you know bigger tracks and whatnot but you know that's because we are afforded those opportunities and we don't necessarily have a home track here in knoxville excuse me and so yeah so i think you know grassroots to me is something that is, um, you know, built, you know, from scratch and, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, time, uh, and effort go into it that aren't necessarily awarded monetarily. Um, and, you know, there's no, uh, there's no big, you know, corporate company, you know, putting their thumb and thumb down on us and saying, Hey, you got to do it this way or that way. Um, you know, we do it how we feel. We do it through the responses and the reactions of our drivers and our staff and our volunteers. Yeah. And, um, you know, we can kind of take it in any direction that we want. And so, you know, uh, that's my idea of what grassroots is. Um, and, you know, just um, I, I hear a lot of different things. I hear a lot of different things and different levels of what grassroots mm-hmm. should be and kind of it's kind of cringeworthy sometimes what about you 
Um, well, I wanted to say something a little controversial to, uh, pertaining to what you just said. Do you think, I don't even know if I should be saying this, but do you think some people think that East 10 is less of a grassroots since we became a Pro-Am series? Um, I, I think there are some people that think that, uh, for sure. I mean, I, I don't know uh, if it's because of the price point or because, you know, for us, it's a, it's, it's a, a rounded, it's a well-rounded production in regards to, you know, we have to show up to a venue that's not a track. We have to set it up into it, turn it into a track. We have to man the front gate. We have to have security. I mean, you know, it's all, it's all out there for a reason. I mean, I think, you know, some of the people that don't think that East 10 is a grassroots organization think that grassroots is showing up to an open, you know, piece of asphalt, nobody's around and they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, that's called breaking the law. <laughs> that's what that's called. Now, you know, there's some mom pops tracks out there that are just getting into drifting and, you know, guys that are, you know, trying to get the ball rolling in their, in their area. And they're at that same point where we were at eight seasons ago. Yeah, that's grassroots. Um, you know, grassroots isn't based on the speed of the track. Yeah. You know, it's like. No, I agree with that because, I mean, you can look at some of the classic grassroots, like, series or whatever all across, not even the U.S., but the world. And, I mean, the technicality of the of the track and the speed of the track has my opinion nothing to do with if it's grassroots or not but like yeah. you were saying involving the man or whatever yeah um does that like make it less of a grassroots event when there's some sort of big like i guess like sponsor or some big corporation involved yeah. i mean at, w at what at what point does it become not a grassroots event? I, I think w I think when it's a well-funded organization like NASCAR or FD or ARCA, which is ARCA's the feeding series into NASCAR, and these and, and these guys are you know making you know hand over fist like a ton of cash, like yeah, that's I don't I think that's when you start to exit the grassroots realm. Um, you know we're we're not there. We're we're not you know making hand over fist you know a ton of money. I mean you know these venues are expensive and you know a lot of people want cheap seat time and uh you know there's a fine mm -hmm. line there's a fine line and so you know we try to keep that price point down and we try to you know keep it fun and you know we don't want to we don't want to be too uh we don't want to be too lenient but we don't want to be too stringent we don't want to be you know looked at as these guys are way too hard nosed and we don't want to be so laid back that we start to compromise safety. And so, yeah, definitely. um, you know, it's, it's, it's very, it's a very difficult balancing act. And I felt like round four of our pro-am series this season, I felt like that was, that felt like the most professional put together event, even though a lot went wrong behind the scenes. Um, because, you know, we had the first day of just pro-am and, and like, I'm not including the practice day. I'm just saying, like, the first open to the public day where we had the pro-am competition. And then the second day, it was, like, what do we have, like, over 70 drivers? And everybody mm -hmm. was just out there partying. And it was just, like, that's that's what a grassroots event felt like, was just, like, all these people at totally different skill levels just coming out and just killing it out on track. Yeah. But comboed with the pro-am the first day that ended up, that was our, our championship, like, the final. Right the final round it just it was such a cool vibe both yeah. of those days smashed together and it just to me it just it went really well and i love i love the feeling of both of those days back to back yeah yeah no for sure i mean um that's what we want to keep going you know that's what we want we want to keep that that you know mellow vibe where everybody's having fun I, I hate hearing stories where people go you know seat times 45 bucks and you know they're waiting in line for 30 minutes at you know in in that in that amount of time area yeah and and it's like man like they've got 80 to 100 drivers mm -hmm. i mean it, it, you know you get some gripes out of that and you got to kind of would you gripe about that i don't know man i don't know if i would or not i mean it just all depends i mean you know if if i'm at a if i'm at a mom pop track 45 dollars there's 100 drivers there 
then that you start to set a standard and you and you go in there with some expectations. Um, but if I'm paying forty five dollars, I'm mm-hmm. waiting in line for thirty minutes and you know, the track is not set up correctly and people are getting in accidents, like yeah, I don't I don't know if I wanna be a part of that. I really don't. Um I yeah. don't wanna I don't wanna go in and and put myself in harm's way because somebody wants to, you know, go you know, balls out and wa- you know, ride all the wide lines and and just <laughs> you know totally neglect the other drivers and the safety of other drivers like i don't i definitely don't want to be a part of that some people ride wide lines cuz they don't know what they're doing true um i'm but, definitely one of those but you have to that that's where i think you know and i can't say this from experience but because i've not necessarily been to a ton of other you know drivers meetings mm-hmm. but you know what's being said at these drivers meetings where things like that happen i mean for us for me I yeah. make sure to specify where these lines are at, where we expect you to run and why and, you know, what the dangers that can, you know, you, that can be faced in case in, in, in the instance you ignore these, these uh, tips and suggestions. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not always just, hey, here it is, go out and have fun. Like uh, there, there has to be some yeah. sort of um, awareness, you know, I don't, I'm trying to stay away from the words like rules and guidelines and in order because that sounds you're like you're trying to give us a good word. yeah yeah consequences is a great word you're trying to disney us right now yeah you know <laughs> come on over to disney plus uh yo we can talk about that in a minute no okay <laughs> <laughs> why don't we not talk uh because that's not this week's topic sir okay. maybe next week uh but you know do you you know what i'm saying though right like it's just yeah i, I here's the thing i've only ever known east 10 I mean, I've driven here in one other one other track, but the other track that I've driven is sort of like there's not. I mean, you can see everything, and it's kind of like there's not really any rules because I mean, it's like one person out on the track at a time. So there's, I don't want to say there's not a need for any rules, but at the same yeah. time, like if I don't know, it's pretty obvious if something goes wrong that it's your fault, and you better figure it out because you're the only one out there. Yeah, not that somebody wouldn't come out there to help you. But the only other thing I've known besides that is East 10. So it's it's sort of weird trying to think of like something on a scale of like what East 10 does or or something else for that matter and have the driver's meaning be non-existent or be so brief that you don't really know what's going on. Yeah. And like like for me, the most important thing, I don't know if it's because I'm a big dumb idiot guy, but I need l- like I need that drive the slow drive through at the beginning of every. Right. No, I mean, and I think that's a smart thing to do for yeah. anybody out there. I don't know if events. that does every every like venue like what am I trying to say? Does, does every like event do that, or is that just like I don't know? You know, because I've never done any other yeah. event. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, because like if I didn't have that, oh, you better believe I'm destroying some cones and hitting probably some other drivers. Right, I, I'm terrible with trying to figure out where I am on track. Right. I'm trying to think of how we even thought of doing that because that came from a long time ago. And I don't know if it was something that I picked up in autocross or I don't know. Uh, it just made sense to, you know, get everybody in the car once before we go course hot, drive yeah. it. So you get some familiarity and then and then have at it after the fact. Um, I think a lot of people don't probably need that. And especially if you've driven the course 900 times, like a lot of the courses that we that East 10 repeats. But. I don't know, like, I've, I mean, I I literally work at the track, I'm not driving it, so I know that's a whole different thing, but I see where the drivers are going, and I'm doing ride-alongs, but it's still, like, I need that extra. Yeah. Especially the last layout at, at um, Bristol. Yeah. What's the one that, like, goes down and then it cuts back into an S? Your brother likes to run it. Yeah, I think that's Jeremy's layout. That's literally what it's called. Literally? I'm pretty well, it's sure. it's based off of Jay's a, layout or something a like that. A track or something, yeah. but... Holy smokes. Manamisu. Tri- yeah, sure. <laughs> I tried to run that one at night. Oh, my gosh. I, I did it once, and then I got off the track. <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, I'm I'm endangering everyone's yeah. life being out here. Well, I think a lot of it is just like, you know, it it, it, it it also depends on experience as well, you know. And so, yeah. you know, you've you've got some of the least amount of experience in, oh, yeah. in, in the core group, but I mean, it's not it's not a bad thing. I mean, no, everybody I starts at a, you know, starts at the beginning. And so, you know. Yeah. You're a very grassroots driver. I like it that way. Same. The only like the only thing big I would ever want to do is if I ever saw myself getting skilled enough. And I think it'd be cool to do like a team event. Oh, totally. I'd love to do a team. I think I'm I've you know been waiting for for years to do that and 
I just don't have the time to get out and drive. Yeah. But, you know, maybe one day. Well, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe one day Team Swordbong will (laughs) form and we'll be out there shredding the gnar. I don't think we've (laughs) mentioned Swordbong before. We haven't. That's our team name. Uh, Let us know if you like it. Team Swordbong. Uh, we came up with that at Grid Life South uh, at the concert while, uh, what's his name was cussing at us? Uh, who's on stage? Who was the soldier boy? Mystical soldier boy. That's who it was. Soldier boy. Soldier boy was cussing at us and somebody held up a huge sword made out of, uh, beer cans. No, it was, uh, what's that popular fizzy drink all the kids are into now? What? White Claw? Was yeah, White Claw. White Claw. That's gotcha. what it is. He it got was a giant sword made out of White Claw oh. cans. I thought it was Bud Light, but Maybe I guess White Claw is way better than Bud Light. doesn't matter. I don't know if I haven't had it. <laughs> <laughs> One Tom. day I might give you some info about White Thomas Claw. only drinks craft uh, beer. But he looks exactly how you think he looks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Very crafty. <laughs> I have a curly mustache and a long red beard. Y'all are going to love it. He's a maker also. <laughs> Makers. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you tell me earlier? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We've been making we've been making things all week, man. We've been making it happen all week. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, we had a rig in here and we had damn G the G wagon right here, freaking brand spanking new. We have an AMG G wagon sitting next to us. Oh, uh, it's epic and it's nice and it's really expensive. Yeah, we're ballers. Yeah, sure. MBD. Um, but anywho, yeah, man. Uh. Hey, it's, it's been a wild week. Do you think that, you know... It's been know, a very grassroots week. I guess so. You know how I came up with this discussion? Oh, boy, what? So I was with some buddies this week. I won't mention any names, but... I don't. We were celebrating a housewarming and a 30th birthday, and drinks were had. Can and I guess what car they drive? You can. Is it a 240? A red 240? Mm, no. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Close. I was apologizing to who I thought it was. But we were having this you're, conversation. You're way of, younger than, than that age. Yeah. We were having this conversation of grassroots, and all the while my buddy's cooking wings on the on the, on the the grill. And I'm like, hey, man, you need to spice those up, and threw a shot of Jack Daniels fire in there. And it definitely spiced things up. That tastes good? It tasted great. Really? And Our engineer's shaking his head. I don't, know if, it, I don't know if it was the. I bet it tasted like singed hair. <laughs> it, it probably was that. <laughs> it was probably the singed hair. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, so I mean, I just think it's been it's been a thing for the past I don't know past year, past year and a half, like just people like, you know, kind of taking you know, just hits and saying, man, this is, you know, this is this is what grassroots should be. I'm like, hold up, have at it, dude. I just got this crazy theory. I want to get back to another topic I was thinking of too. Yep. Okay. You know, think about this. Is there such thing as IndyCar grassroots or Formula grassroots? Or NASCAR grassroots? No, it doesn't exist because the sports are so big. As drifting grows, I feel like grassroots will disappear. But at the same time, you can make the argument that drifting is a grassroots sport. It always has been. It always will be. That is true. Because if you look at the history in Japan and stuff, they still have the the grassroots is arguably bigger what, than that. I mean, so are there like, so in that regard, are there like small tracks around the, across the country specifically for like, nascar type cars for there to be like a nascar but grassroots you, you type you can't like bring your car out i mean at that point it's all dirt track like you get the the light model and the you know all the all the dirt track cars that like to turn left and sling the clay red dirt yeah but i mean it's not but it's that's not, not that's car. not stock car but that's not stock car stock car nascar but that's as close to homegrown as it gonna but that's still not you're not taking the literal that same sport in the same Yo, fashion of vehicle that's me doing over there. that same you know i'm chopping my hand oh, okay. you're just not you know you're not taking you know that nascar over to a small lot and saying oh hey this is nascar's grassroots version like that would be so weird know, or even like you said indie indie racing yeah it's just not i mean there's not even like a I mean, maybe the, is there a grassroots road racing? I mean, small organizations. Autocross. That, that, well, that's, that's autocross. SCCA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but like rally, they, they have like grassroots rally events and stuff. Yeah. And rally, I would almost argue, is in the top like five biggest automotive sports. It is. Sports. But it's still, there's still a grassroots there. Yeah, why is that? 
Do you think? Here's a theory. Just this, I think it's the genre, the the appeal of the sport, and the uh, the access. I think it's the access of the sport too. What? I mean, anybody can take mom and pop's car mm -hmm. to the local parking lot and go autocross. Yeah. Anybody can take mom and pop's car to the local field wherever they're hosting this, you know, rallycross yeah. fun day and and have at it. And the same thing with drifting. Anybody can take their mom and pop's car. Yeah. <laughs> to true. the parking lot if it's you know six speed or whatever and, and and have at it okay so like looking back on it like f1 and stuff and indy those were all cars built for that purpose there was never like a production car that they were formula racing but they were doing that in nascar right they were taking street mom and pop's car and they were racing yeah. it. Yeah. so do you think with especially ha after americans have gotten a hold of drifting that eventually we will see drifting turn into something like that where it's like, if you want to compete with a car on like the pro level, yeah, it has to be such like a built chassis to where it's like not even a street car. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe we should like end end this conversation with that question. Like, will drifting get to a point to where there's no way to do it? Yeah, because I'm just at a thinking like level. like some of the pro cars out there today. There's no way you could really. I mean, I guess you could, but. There's no way you would want to drive that on the street as a street car or take it to like a grassroots event. The year's 2035. Yeah. Every car's electric, all will drive. It'll go sideways and make tire smoke. It won't because they're not going to give you that option. Non tire. Would you like your and so electric guess car what? with or without tire smoke? Yeah. With please. <laughs> yep. And it's going to get more expensive to buy fuel. It's going to get more expensive to have these fun days at a grassroots event drifting. And so that's when it becomes, you know, a sport for the higher income. For the rich. And then it'll be the new formula. And it'll be the new NASCAR. Oh, no more grassroots. Damn you, 2035. Hey, Damn you. But we'll all still have our drift cars sitting in the garage that are just like skyrocketing. And if, if, if the federales don't come knocking on your door to repossess it. Why would they do that? Because it's 2035, bro. Oh. They come, af <laughs> they come after <laughs> our... It's been a federal mandate to buy back your internal combustion <laughs> engine. Ah! <laughs> they come after our guns, then our don't cars. Don't come after my cars or my guns. That's right. Um, no, but I, I saw this post on, on the social medias today, and somebody was saying that, like, you know, like our cars are objects, they are eternal, but we are not. So eventually, you know, as long as you don't sell it or whatever, like you will be gone and your car will be there. And, and like, do you think like your project, your drift build one day will be a gr like a barn find for somebody in the future? Isn't that crazy to think about? Yeah, I'd say mine would be really difficult to find even in a bar. No, that roof's gone. No, but it's know. like, and then like, take the value of like, I don't know, just thinking about the value of of these, like, just like destroyed drift chassis skyrocketing and being found in a barn somewhere, and then they're just crazy rare and stuff. It's just so ridiculous it's, to it's think about. It's a possibility. About. It is a possibility. But yeah, man. I mean, I think it's a great topic. I'd love to hear people's opinion. Um, I don't know if I think. I think Nathan made some headway this week with trying to turn this uh, broadcast into live broadcast. Oh, yeah. And so <coughs> one day we'll hear your opinion on it. Uh, we're getting some good feedback. Um, Steve Sosh, shout out to you. Thanks for the feedback, sir. Um, and, uh, you know, a few others as well. We've got some families listening while they're on a road trip. Uh, and, you know, they're giving us the thumbs up on the internets and stuff nice. like that. So, uh, yeah, now we're excited. Um, you know, we had some progress for uh, 2020 season and just kind of finalizing some plans with it. And so we're, get, we're, we're getting ready to, uh, you know, announce the details of like Pro-Am for 2020. Um, we've got that track locked in, um, or, or should I say in parentheses, track parentheses, S parentheses. Um, and so, yeah, so we're, we're pretty stoked uh, moving forward with the uh, plans for that season. Um, Drifting, man, it's like everybody's either working on some build right now or they're stuck uh, to their computers on The Sims and doing nope. some some drifting online with their friends. Um, I don't play video games. Nor I think I. that's the devil. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I kid. I kid. <laughs> Anything I can't afford is the devil. That's what my mama says. Um. No, I'm just joking. I'm, I'm just, I'm just hating. I'm hating because I ain't him. No, I, I agree, dude. I, I don't know. I've I'd like, I'd, I'd play. I, the problem is, I'd probably like. Nobody will let me, man. <laughs> Nobody will let you. I want to play on a rig. I want. I'm hearing. I'm hearing the way to play is to have the seat, have the wheel. Don't worry about a screen. Get a VR, a set of VR lenses or glasses or binoculars or goggles, binoculars. whatever you guys want to call them. Or like uh, swim yeah. goggles, Where, yeah. snorkel goggles. You know, what would be awesome is like a VR or, or what a VR headset that was actually a, a, a legit helmet they just put on. Then you can get in your car and drive with it. I don't know if you could do that or not, but yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but yeah, so we've you know got a lot of a lot of things going on here. It's almost Christmas. Christmas. Uh, I don't know if you guys have a ton of Christmas parties that you're going to. If you're going to any you know pub crawls during Christmas, be careful. We need Christmas music recommendations. Uh, Christmas music recommendations would be great. We'd appreciate I that. I absolutely love that Nathan loves the MF Doom. Christmas mixtape so much he requests it multiple times. Nice. It makes me so happy. I'm also bamboozled. He's never heard of MF Doom. Bamboozled. Because MF Doom is fine. That's that's a good word. Bamboozled. Bamboozled. I like to I like to use that in my vocabulary because it's like, it's above amazed. Like, it's like, my brain can't handle what I'm like. You can't you can't forget about flabbergasted though. Fla- <laughs> no, that one's good. I just like bamboozled because it seems like nobody uses that one. Yeah. For sure. What are you doing over I'm there? I'm not doing anything, man. You need to quit touching touching things. Anytime you hear us just stop talking and get mad at each other, it's because our audio is cutting out on our headphones. Because we're using Circuit City connectors over here. If you don't know what Circuit City is, it's out of business. So that should tell y'all. Mine's from Radio Shack. Yeah, they're doing pretty good right now. Although there is that one store in the mall that says it's Radio Shack, but Radio Shack is bankrupt and out of business. So how does that make sense? Um, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. No. So uh, do, do you have any activities planned for Asheville? Um, or are you guys just going to explore? We're going to go explore. The wife wants to go explore that Biltmore place, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. which le- like looks pretty cool. I want to go to that Sierra Nevada dis- distill or brewery, brewery. Mm. And I heard they got really good cheesecake, so I want to go and check. Hey, that you out. know, uh, are you familiar with Eno Hammocks? Uh, no. Oh, really? No, I know you know. You would know. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, I'm just amazed you don't know what an Eno Hammock is. I do not. I'm sheltered. I live a sheltered life. Well, that's where their headquarters is. <laughs> that's all I was gonna say. <laughs> but I mean, that doesn't really that doesn't really help you. But nice. Yeah, they got a lot of cool like just hippie shops up there, man. Yeah, I've I've been there quite a few times. Uh, like it's really it's small enough to where you can walk the whole city, walk all the alleys, look at all the artwork and stuff like that. So it's pretty neat. And we're just gonna go and unplug. Um, I can't remember the last time I've really just gone and unplugged, but I've been threatened with my life if I answer the phone. So, oh man, yeah. that makes me nervous. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to behave myself and you and might have, not even have, have service up there, man. Uh, I don't know. It's hit and miss. Hey, where you should go is the Blue Ridge Mountains, like because you're like, you guys are like right there. It's so pretty up there. You gotta go. You could take a little bottle of wine, have a little picnic. It's not a far hike at all. It's like half a mile. And yeah. you're walking up like a dirt trail. And it's, dude, you can see like just endless mountains forever. And you're up there and it's nice. tall, soft grass. Well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully the weather's cooperative and it's pleasant and we're not stuck inside the whole time. But yeah, yeah, it's going to be neat. And then, you know, get back into town, be here for half a day, and then drive up to PRI uh, in Indianapolis. Uh, where I think we may just take this show on the road and record live from wherever we're at in that area. Uh, what do you think about that? I mean, I think that'll be pretty cool. Um, we're taking it on the road. All the fans have voted for us to go on the road, and so we're it's going to be tough. Tour, guys. It's going to be tough to get through the mob crowds. Um, yeah, but hey, all we lo- we all the love. We love feeling all the love. So thank you. I think you. Uh, we're we've looked at hiring security and everything. <laughs> We just need to confirm. 
It's uh, you know what I think it is though. I really th- the popularity has been building because of all these awesome, awesome impersonations done by Nathan, and so I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm really excited for this week's segment. Dude, why this are week's you episode. These on me? I don't, I, how do? Which do one mean? was I gonna do, Thomas? Look at me. This is on you, man. I thought we talked about this. Did we? I felt. I felt what was it? Uh, you can't. You like can't. You had to do one earlier this week. Yeah. What happened? What? What? Where's okay, that? Okay. No. 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 I got one. I got one. All right. Here we go. Ready? Noise. That's it. Uh, that sounds familiar. Is that um? I think I know who that is. Was that from like uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels? No, it's from like one of my favorite movies. Snatch. I'll do another one from it. Are you ready? <laughs> Can I do, do you two? Like eggs? Can I do two in one? Sure, episode? go for it. All right. Cool beans, cool cool beans. There's another one for you. That's my hat now. <laughs> I don't know, dude. If you've never seen this movie, you would absolutely love it. Yeah, you would. You would laugh your ass off the entire time. <sighs> I don't know, man. What it's a. It's about a. Uh, it's about a kid that lost his father before. Was it before he was born? And his father was a stunt man, so he wants to live up to like his father's greatness. So he decides to be a stunt man also. And they're in a small town, and uh, he has a group of friends. And then his stepdad, that he like just wants the approval of because he never had a real, he never got to meet his real dad, who was yeah. so great. His stepdad uh, basically gets like heart cancer or something, and he needs his heart replaced, and they can't afford it. So. He wants nothing more than to be able to fight his stepfather in a hand-to-hand and be able to beat him up. But it's not a fair fight if he has a bad heart. So he does fundraising while doing... St- Is it with Adam Sadler? No. Is he, it not? No. He does... Andy stu- Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. That's it. Uh, yeah. Not Sandler. Sadler. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to... So, yeah, Andy Sandberg. That's who is it with? Is it with him? That's his name, right? Yeah. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know which movie you're talking about. I just can't remember the name of it. Um, it has uh, that dude that Joey reminded you of. Oh, <laughs> uh, Danny McBride. Yeah, he's in there too. Um, it's not super bad. It's like Hot Rod. Hot Rod. That's right. Yeah. Hot Rod. Yeah. Seriously, guys, if you haven't seen Hot Rod, it's on Netflix. I think. Go and yeah. watch it, please. That's the best. Did you did you say uh, Danny McBride reminded me of Joey Whitaker? No, remi- yeah, remember <laughs> what up, no. Joey? <laughs> we were talking Joey about Joey throwing your shout out, bruh. Does he listen? I, thought, I don't know. Probably Pro- not. Probably not. <laughs> God dang it! No, no shots at Lu- uh, Joey, but I don't know if he can make it this far into the podcast. He seems very like he's a go getter for sure. Oh yeah, he would not. He'd be gone already. Yeah. He'd be gone. He'd have he'd have left like five seconds bef- after. So it started. someone send this time. His attention to span. Joey. Your attention span, Joey, is 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 almost non-existent. Um, but anywho, yeah, now he's a good dude. We are uh, you know, trucking along here, and you know, we're kind of at a point where I think we are really, really digging for ideas on our 2020 event schedule um not that we need you know dates or anything like that but we want to know what we can incorporate uh at some of our events yeah um you know one of the cooler events i think is going to happen um will be you know almost towards the very end of the year one in october one in november uh at two different scales um one uh in the south and then one here in east tennessee uh, you know, the one at the very end of the year we're partnering with, uh, KCE, they what? are, yeah, they're, uh, a local, um, Knoxville it started, car it's, yeah, Knoxville car enthusiasts, um, started here locally. Next thing you know, they got, you know, 40,000 plus, you know, followers and participants yeah, throughout the States and there's a lot of people in Knoxville. It's, cra- it's crazy. Well, not, you guys need it, to stop moving here and it's not, yeah. And it's not even just solely based out of Knoxville, which is awesome. It's like you know, be way way beyond that. Um, and so yeah, so we're we're pretty excited with that. We're partnering with them. Um, you know, bring some action to one of their uh, car meets, the uh, the block party, as they they say. They call it the b- block party. Yeah. Do you have any details on like entry fee? 
I do not. I do not have those details quite yet, but um, we are trying to like standardize the entry fee so they're almost all the same across the board nice. uh, for all these bigger events. So yeah, we're working on that. Um, so I hope everybody will be excited for it. Um, yeah, if you're close to Knoxville area at all, you should definitely come out to that KCE block party because it's going to be us out there partying, drifting. And what's the registration going to be like on that? Is it like limited? Limited open re registration. Yeah, so we're gonna we're still gonna keep a cap. I mean, we don't want to go too crazy with some of these events and try to get you know 100 drivers plus. But um, you want to make sure we want to make sure everybody's having fun, having good seat time, and there's no. Um, Will it be a good beginner event, or is it sort of like? You know what I mean? Because I, uh, it's not, I, it's not going to be a beginner event. I for tend sure. to get that um, question a lot. No, it's not going to be a beginner event. I think for us, and especially where we're at in Knoxville, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's an area, uh, a, a small track nearby where you know they're really focusing on um, the entry level drivers, which I think is fantastic. Um, and so, f for the most part, what we're getting into is is more um, over. A, a little bit above the intermediate, so, you know, not even uh, beginner or novice. It's going to be more of, like, intermediate and up. Um, Are you saying this whole season is going to be that way? The bigger events, yes. Damn, yeah. man. So, you know, we still have – we on. still <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> We still have some. What are you talking? You're like, no. you're like, you're just, you're just with, you're tipping, you're on your tiptoes and touching that intermediate line, man. You're, you're, you're about there. <laughs> and so. Well, clearly you've never seen me drive. I guess not. Because the only thought, event I've driven at, you weren't there. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe, maybe I'll get to see you drive sometime. I feel pretty good, though, after doing that Manji with my new kit on there. Mm. On a track. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, well, that's, yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, we want, we want people to get their practice in which, you know, again, we're waiting on, uh, one of our venues, uh, to provide us all the open dates that they want us to come out. And those will be the dates that we will be consistently having, um, you know, fun days and just testing tunes and practice events. Yeah. Um, but as mentioned before with, you know, with the drivers that do come to our events, they come from all over. And so in those areas that they come from, They've already got their local um, tracks that they can go out and practice and participate in. And so we're really focusing uh, a little bit more this year on the guys who are well-seasoned, who have been driving with us for quite some time, and that want to come out and just showcase their skills or just have fun with their friends um, because it's kind of it, it's, it's, it's kind of arcing that way. It's, 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 uh, you know, it's not that we don't want to, you know, accept beginners or anything like that. That's not the case. I mean... A beginner could come out and and drive at any of these events, but I'm not going to advertise them as a beginner friendly yeah, event. Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to pull the wool over anybody's eyes and or. or don't I don't you know, do it's probably it. the wrong analogy. I don't want to misinform anybody. Um, <laughs> but you know, um, I don't want them to misunderstand or, or you know, just misconstrue what what it is that we are doing with these events, but. Again, they're not necessarily beginner friendly. They're just more so just, you know. Experts only. This is a hardcore no, event. It's not. It's not experts only. Skull and crossbones and Mountain Dew code yeah. red. So yeah. Somebody just turned off. Th stop listening right when you said experts only. So no, it's if not experts only. If you're under 18, stay at home. <laughs> I will find you. Stay at home unless you're with a parent. Bring your parent if you're under 18. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But I definitely think even if you are a beginner, come out to the event. I'm not saying as a driver, come out to the event and just talk to some of the drivers because I've found a lot of benefit in just talking to the guys yeah. and going on ride-alongs with certain people. Yeah. Um, and just like uh, anytime I go on a ride-along now, I'm not even paying attention to w where we're going. Yeah. I just look at their feet and their hands because I'm trying to see what they do when they do it. So then when I get to go out there, I can try to see like what i'm doing versus what they're doing yeah and i don't know i think that can that can have a lot of benefit like if you come out to one of these events and you and you ride with somebody that's not a beginner yeah um, you can learn a lot or you just talk to them about stuff yeah i mean f almost every event if not all the events that you come to you see a lot of that i mean it's people making you know creating relationships you know a novice riding with an you know with the advanced driver you know learning their footwork learning their their the handwork on the steering wheel um, you know, and then getting comfortable enough where that driver has confidence in them following. And so that experienced driver allows the beginner driver to follow and, you know, and says, look, mm. you can, you can follow my line, try to mimic me, but 
don't try to get closer than 20 yeah. feet from my car. Um, and so that is encouraged when, again, both drivers are comfortable. Now, it's not like, oh, hey, take it upon yourself to say this is okay. And when the the start line guy sends the one guy, you s- you go right after that. No, that's not that's not what we're saying to do. And don't ever do that because that's how you aggravate course workers. Um, you know, we want you to develop relationships. We want you to build confidence. We want you to know that you know everybody's welcome and that you can you know you can learn and you can progress um you know it's it's amazing how many you know just a spectrum of 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 people that want to drive or are driving i mean you know today i got an email from a guy who is a member of the porsche car club of america and does a lot of road racing and you know his instructor said hey you know the best way to you know the best way to learn car control is to learn how to drift you know, it's to counter steer and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, man, this is pretty neat to see that, you know, mm-hmm. drifting is being referenced in these, you know, other levels of driving and other genres. I mean, that's that's pretty unique. That's why I think, like, I mean, I don't think this. I know this. It's like some, like, drifters make the best grip drivers because they know that limit that you can push a car to. And even in that limit, you can still keep control. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, you can drive well enough that you know you go to a driver day at a certain bmw performance center and walk away with first place in the fastest time of the day Uh, that's true yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's true comments like that we think you still sleep with that metal on uh it's It's not on me it's near me (laughs) it's within 40 feet yeah 40 feet Uh, about 40 feet from here Hey man, look. Hey man, hey man. It's the first medal I've gotten since eighth grade, man. That's that's a lie. Uh, it was for it was it was for perfect attendance. So showing up—that's a participation. I don't know if I showed up, but what are all those awards in your in your office, dude? Those are I I don't know what to do with those. I kind of want to like, I don't know. You should office. That was from an old organization that doesn't exist anymore, and mm. we went and competed and. We went to compete, and we took first place and second place. I took second place in my buddy's car, and he took first place. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, so, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like this sport is, it's just so, it's just growing so quickly and it's so ever evolving and couple that with, you know, the outlets of social media and now all these tracks where they're seeing dwindling numbers in other genres of the sport they opened up the track for in the first place saying hey yeah. come on in drifting we want to allow you now it's like whoo man how easy how easy would it have been on us to to have that when we were just getting started um and so yeah no it's it's pretty unique to be able to kind of see all this going on at the same time hey one last thing and I so many people going to japan now i mean it's crazy yeah, that is insane i mean I, sh- I mean i swear i feel like you know, our Knoxville's not huge. Nashville's huge. Atlanta's huge. Texas, you know, Houston, you know, huge. I mean, and it's like we're all connected within the, uh, enough uh, it within this community so well enough that we see all these other people like just are just these people going out to Japan mm. all at the same time for Matsuri or this and that. And it's like, holy crap. Like, this was not – it's almost it, – now that's almost becoming a norm. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I went to Japan. Yeah, I think it's sort of like the pilgrimage. It's becoming so normal now. It's like – are you really a drifter if you haven't made the pilgrimage? Yeah, I know, right? You know what I mean? Like Wagons West. What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, my plane's going west, buddy. I go so <laughs> far west that it turned into east. You're gonna go the long way. <laughs> it works that way. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no. So it's it's just crazy. I mean, it's how 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 nuts it's 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 evolving and whatnot. So, um, but well, um. This past season, we got to go to a really special event that was my second year in a row. I don't know about yours or whatever, but we got to go to Grid Life South, and which we have a video on. Check out East End Drift on YouTube. There's a really cool video. You guys will love it. There's a song uh, with Ludacris in there. So go check that out. Um, but, yeah, we got to go to, to Grid Life and everything. Super fun event. And they announced that this coming season they're not running in Atlanta anymore. Yeah, that was, I mean, at, at the reaction on, on the interwebs was not all the greatest. I mean, there was no harsh negativity, but it was just like, man, it sucks. 
Yeah. There might have been one or two harsh negative comments, but other than that, I mean, the majority of people were just like, man, this is kind of depressing. For me, it's like a bittersweet. I really like Grid Life because it's like I get to see these people that I literally only get to see at Grid Life. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, some of the drivers, like Matt Hagen, he comes from Las Vegas to mm-hmm. drive at Grid Life South. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's the only event he comes out, out east for. So it's like, I'll probably never get to see him unless I go back out the, out west yeah. again. Yeah. And it's I love watching him drive. I love his style and his cars and everything. Yeah. And, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad I don't have to go because, holy smokes, it is hot in Atlanta yeah, in it's, August. It's ridiculous. It's miserable. It is ridiculously hot. but Especially if you're a media guy <laughs> out in the sun all day, dude. <laughs> Wearing those uh, really bright yellow long johns. That's what I needed, man. <laughs> no, I just need... What's that stuff they put you on a drip for when you're uh, dehydrated? Thomas, what's uh, it called? Ivy? It's saline. Poison Sa- ivy? Saline? Yeah, saline, yeah. Yeah, I just need to hook up a saline drip to me when I go out there to film. Just put water and salt in your blood veins? Yeah. Yeah. So I can't die? I heard White Claws help you not die. Maybe. Maybe for you guys. Get in on that. I think you guys could do a white claw drip. Oh, God. I'll do <laughs> that it. That sounds horrible. <laughs> that sounds horrible. I don't want to taste it. I'll do it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> God. Oh, man. But, yeah. No, I think, uh, you know, next year it'll be fun. It'll be interesting. Um, we're starting a little bit later in the year. It looks like we may be starting in March instead of February. Yeah. Um, but... But uh, it's I just mean, more time for people to build. and Yeah, it, it's still know. not too late. If you guys want to chime in and we'll just forget this and do a winter drift season, we can still make that happen. Yeah, it starts, it starts now and it ends in February. Yep, I'm all for yeah, it. it ain't Please. Uh-uh. What uh-uh. about? Uh-uh. You just got dolphined. <laughs> Dude, I just want a winter drift season so bad. What's they got the some in Alaska. Do they really? Don't you know? Is that Alaskan? <laughs> You know, no, it's not. A, yeah, I was going to say, I thought that was Wisconsin. <laughs> is it? Is it anything? It Thomas is not only the engineer, he's just the fact checker of everything. <laughs> yeah, that's thank you, say. sir. I'm the hum- BS on most things. The human computer, thank you. Until we start talking, like, uh, specifics on drift. Yeah. Well. Then we can say anything. I only do the sideways stuff on my front-wheel drive tricycle. Oh. Thomas has got a unicycle he drifts on. Nice. That's pretty awesome. You should see it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, is, was there anything else that you ha- that you experienced uh, since the last uh, episode that you wanted to talk about? Hmm. No, I mean, not really. I'm anxious for the season to start because I want to film a video, man. I'm like, Are you having withdrawals? Yeah, I really want to film something. I want to I want to sell my gear. I want to get new gear and I want to film a video. Nice. I want to I want to continue to get better and it's like like I know how m- much progression I made over this season and it's yeah. sort of like I'm thinking about the off season. I'm like, "Oh, I'm not progressing." I'm like, "I just I want to go I want to film something." Um Well, I'm yeah. not I'm not good at approaching people and talking to I mean, I'm good at doing it. Like, I'll go up to somebody and be like, "I love your car. I want to film a video of it." And then pretty much after that, it's like we don't talk to each other, and then the video never happens. So I'm really bad about that. Mm. Ooh, mm. I want to do a video of the FD. Yeah. And the FC. Whenever you finish it again. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta sell something, man. It's either gotta be that FC or the uh, the G35. Something's gotta go. Stop talking nonsense, man. Well, I, I miss the rotary sounds for sure. And the turb and the turb skis. Why don't you just put a rotary in the G? No, negative, sir. Why? Trying to bankrupt me. Sleeper. Trying to bankrupt <laughs> me, son. I'm good on that. I am good on that. Um, I experienced some ancient cheese mac over the week. I don't know what you just said. Ancient cheese. Ancient cheese. Ancient cheese. I What's I don't he know. Saying, Thomas. Ancient, really old. Ancient, like aliens. <laughs> <laughs> aliens. Ancient, Ancient cheese, bro. It was, it was pretty awesome. What is it? Can you explain? I don't know what's happening. Uh, right so you make mac and cheese, and you make it a special way. Um, what does that mean? I, I don't know. I, I, had a, I had a couple different seasonings to it. 
Um, Isn't that taco Mexican spice? No, 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 no. Like no. So, like, just the easy. Okay, so the easiest and quickest way to spruce up a normal hey, can we have mac and cheese w- is. Can we add cooking tips to every episode? Well, now? this is what I'm about to do, buddy. This is what I'm about to do. Do you have a jingle for on your phone for cooking tips? For cooking or for just cook, cooking, yeah, tips, cooking tips? Cooking tips. I mean. <laughs> I, I'm pretty good at cooking chicken, so I want to give some tips every now and again. Wow. Maybe um, if you have like a like a kettle whistle or pots and pans <laughs> clanging. No, I don't think so. Um, or that one of the woman making that noise. Mm, you know the one. <laughs> Golly. That could work too. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, so about this crazy mac and cheese. Yeah. Um, no, it's not crazy. It's just, it's just, uh, one of those things where it is actually like maybe like a little bit of a cooking segment, but you know, if you're tired of the regular old mac and cheese, two simple things, all you got to do. I'm sorry. Quit messing with my (laughs) earbuds. (laughs) Okay. Um, and it's, no, that's, that's one. Okay. When do you add this this ingredient? I add it while it's, uh, you know, while the water's boiling or even before it's boiling, but all you got to do is take like. Uh, I don't know if it's even a dash or maybe a, a tablespoonful of like just cooking oil, and then what's cooking oil? Uh, like canola oil or or like olive oil or vegetable oil. Okay. Um, and then uh, about a teaspoon or a tablespoon of salt. It's okay. almost like cooking pasta. Yeah. Like spaghetti. I never do that in any pasta. And then because it doesn't call it doesn't call for that in the ingredients, and then so then after you're Am done. Am I supposed to do that? Really? Uh, yeah, you should. Dang. Um, I, I suck at cooking. I'll tell you that right now, man. Yeah. And so, you know, you got to, you know, make sure you get it nice and hot and you want to get that to boil. That's boiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, a- add your noodles. And then you want to cook them al dente. Do you know what that is? Ah dente, bro. Ah de- oh, shit. This shit's ah dente. I think I, I think I had that at the Olive Garden once. <laughs> it's not al, al. It's not al dente, man. It's it's ah dente. I'm doing it. I'm saying it the authentic way. Ah dente. That's ah gratin. Ah gratin. And so yeah, so you get the you get, you get the noodles out. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> that was a deflate sound. That was a noodle sound effect? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, and then after that, you add about, I think the I think the recipe calls for like a tablespoon of milk and a tablespoon of butter. Well, I do two tablespoons of Whoa. milk and two tablespoons of butter. And after that, you add the uh, the cheese, the ancient cheese. Why no, so then what it's ancient, cheese. so now you have to, hold on, man, let Sorry. me finish, man. You got us on the HMRC? I know, I'm, try, I'm trying. So now, you you know, you probably want to eat a fresh bowl of mac, so you go ahead and do that. And then you take the rest of it and you shove it inside a, a blatantly, you know, like obviously small container, and you compress it. Are you saying you eat the mac and cheese and but leave a little bit left? No, you eat a little bit of the mac and cheese because it's hot and it smells good. And I then the cheese have a smell. <laughs> yes. And then the re- <laughs> I've never noticed that. <laughs> and then the rest of it you you know, like I said, you pack it extra tight in a small container mm-hmm. and then you kinda compress it and then you leave it out for a few days. No way. Yeah, you leave it out for a few days and then uh you you're almost like dry curing it and then you put it in the fridge uh to cool it down and then you take it out when you're ready to eat, sprinkle some Parmesan cheese on it. Microwave it, dude. It's good. I feel like I'm gonna go home so, and get sick so now. <laughs> <laughs> do not do this at home. I'm just joking. Do not leave your mac and cheese outside for three days. That is not sanitary. I'm uh, sure you'd be fine. San- it's not sanitarium. Well, I don't, I don't. No, I don't think you would. Nah, just the secret is just what? adding a little bit extra to the recipe. What I don't know where the ancient. I don't know where the ancient came from. I wrote it down on my notes and and I forgot. Who told you this? Nobody told me this. Good, because then they would be terrible people. <laughs> well, you said the ancient recipe. You don't know where the name came from. It is storied and fable. It is storied and fable, yeah. Yeah. Packaged by the McDougals. <laughs> from Scotland. 
Um, MacArthur. But anywho, so yeah, no, you you brought that up a minute ago. So like the love segment, um, I think it is about that time for the love segment because uh, yeah, we're we're about to get ready to wrap it up. We've got yeah, a, we I've got like I've got some packing to do. I've got to hit the road early in the morning, and yeah, man. We got some recovery to do. Do some recovery. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Do it. <laughs> so what's the so is it whose turn is it this week? It's yours. That's what I thought. Well, I'm glad I wrote this up. So. Dang, I went off the cuff. You went off the cuff? Yeah, man. Well, I wrote this down in my What head. does off the cuff even mean? Uh, you've got no cuffs. What's it mean, Thomas? It means that it's improv. Yeah, but, place. like, where does the term come from? I ain't got that information. Man, if somebody knows DMS. <laughs> 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 All right. Give us the the love advice and plug the Instagram. Sorry. Love advice. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of just base this off of my one year experience of being married to my wife Jenna. I love you, babe. Um, you know, keep it fresh. Always say I love you. Um, even if you don't mean it, or no, I mean you. You, you I, I feel like you can't say it without meaning it. You mean but it. You just always try to take a step back. And look at the one you love like it's the first time you ever met them. Because the look in your the look in your eyes is gonna, you know, just it's going to. I don't know. It's just gonna create a, a such a warm feeling in their hearts. Yeah. That it's y- y- the reaction that you get from that, you know, helps to fill your heart. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, doesn't matter all the, you know, if, if there's any arguments and whatever, you know, none of that matters. I mean, you guys are sharing a life and, you know, only you two are going to treat yourself selves or each other the best and in, in the best way that you think that you should be treated. So, um, you know, just never lose sight of that and just be grateful for it. Um, anybody who's married is going to know that, you you know, there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be hills and valleys, arguments, fights, you know, as long as they're not physical and as long as you don't go to bed angry. I mean, what if it's physical, but it's mutual? Is that fair? (sighs) That's called domestic violence. But then you both go to jail. Then what's, what's the only difference between that and a street brawl is that you're married? No, it's that you're in your home. Yeah. So go out in the backyard. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Oh man! I'm just trying to figure this out for when but anyway, and I have to duke it out later. That's my little tidbit of love. What about for the people that aren't in a married relationship or in a relationship? Um, we'll go over that on the next one. Oh wow! Okay. Well, I mean that's hey, this is my love corner tonight, right. and this is what I'm talking about. Too bad for you guys. We'll see you next Sucks week. We have to, to make be- it a whole. Well, week. why didn't you? Why didn't you include the married people last week? Um, Quick pro crur. <laughs> <laughs> Now's the time to be off the cuff. That's that's right. Be off the cuff. Or stop messing with my headphones. Stop messing with my headphones. Oh man. All right. So yes, we're winding down. Uh, we want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you. And you know we look forward to the next episode, and we may be in Indianapolis uh, when we come to you live from. I don't know where that place is at, but it's there. It's mm-hmm. in Indiana. And so, yeah, we're Are pretty... Are we exci- staying up there? Or? Uh, no, we're going to be hanging out. Oh, we probably have uh, old JD with us next week. So we'll be Ooh. hanging out with uh, JD, uh, J. David Rich. Are we going to get a mic before AKA, then? Or oh, am, I, am I forfeiting my mic? You're forfeiting your mic. Nice. Well, it was so. nice talking to you guys. I'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we look forward to that. Uh, shout out to, to, to JD. Uh, we'll see you in about a week, sir. And we're excited to hit up the, uh, Indianapolis area. I don't know if they do any drifting up there. I'm sure they do. Um, and maybe we'll run into some, so. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick. What's your, Uh, what's your send off? Guys, please. I'm going to be serious with you real quick. Please just follow us on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Leftovers. Please. Underscore podcast. Just follow us. Please. Please, sir. We post please, some decent things please, on there. Please, sir. Just comment. Tell if you have any questions or comments or 
a show topic you want us to cover, I swear we will literally cover the topic <coughs> that you suggest. All you have to literally do is follow us and DM us or drop in the comment section on one of the posts something. Listen, Qu- like, subscribe, follow all the outlets. You're out there. Don't yeah. be lazy. Listen to us while you're at work, Wherever while you're, you're at listening home, to us on while you're taking a poop, while you're cooking. Hit subscribe. Whenever. Just listen. Oh, and yeah, yeah, we yeah. Ho- And we want to make sure that you're enjoying it, Hold and on. we want to make this as enjoyable as possible. Go ahead. I just had to I, – I noticed while we were doing this, uh, in the future, Thomas is in the kitchen cooking right now, and I just wanted to say you're doing a really good job, Thomas, but make sure you stir that pot right there. Thank you. All right. It'll make sense for him in the future. Don't worry. All right. Oh, great. Awesome. Okay, cool. Oh, all right. Well. I just hit my head on that <laughs> electrical box. Yeah, all right. We're going to get uh, We need an ambulance. Call 911. Yeah, somebody call 911. Uh, thank you, guys. Hey, uh, and, and <laughs> with, with that being said, uh, you all be safe this weekend. Uh, if it's icy where you live, be safe. Don't slick around. And we love you. Hug everybody. Uh, peace to the world. See ya. Taka, <laughs> <laughs>